Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl, and I have been inspired actually over the last couple days to continue on with my, my stories about what had transpired and the mysticism that I had been talking about in the last few podcasts that I've been doing, I this one is the hardest for me to actually actually talk about. I have not shared well, maybe maybe I have shared this with one person, but I, I'm I just have not said these stories out loud. I did express about them in my book, but I have not shared these stories. They are so far out of the norm and honestly I don't even know what they mean I don't know what they mean and I want to say I was completely sober I had not I had not been doing any drugs <laughs> um I had there was nothing in my system when when not that I've done you know a whole lot of drugs I've never done you know, acid or, you know, anything like that. Um, and so, and so I, these experiences were just so far out of the norm and it was an experience. So today I'm getting a lesson together for my second grade students on Martin Luther King because next Monday will be our country's celebration of Martin Luther King. And I'm putting this together. I'm sorry, I'm very emotional because I was watching his speech on YouTube and I just... He was just such an incredible human being. I, I'm so taken back. And I had read his letter from, from jail. And I, he was so articulate, so such an amazing writer. All of the persecution that he had gone through and he did not say mean, cruel, horrible things. He believed in nonviolent protest. He just was just an amazing human being. And I guess it has some relevance to me because what I had experienced um, over the summer of 2018 was just the weirdest. And I'll just have to describe it. And the second thing that is that I've been doing today is I've been looking through a, somebody had given me a, a copy of Ram Dass's, um Be Here Now. And I was looking, I've been looking through it today. I've been reading it. And there's this, there's this page, it says, understanding the possibility, there are three ways in which one knows what we are talking about tonight. One way which you know about this is through direct experience, through some way or another, through being alone in the desert, through falling in love, through bearing a child, through nearly dying, 
through turning on, through yoga, through taking any one of your senses and pushing beyond the limit. Going through it, you have touched a place inside yourself that has an intuitive validity. It's intuitively valid. Inside, you know it's right. It's been with literally now well over a 100 people who have had such an experience which was so powerful and valid, but it was so discontinuous with their normal consciousness. They screamed for help. That help was what was available to him, to them, was a group of minds which said, that's all right, you've just gone crazy. That is the, that is the experience you've had, is the experience of psychosis. And during this time, honestly, I, I really had to check in with myself quite often uh, because my mindset was just so completely changed and I I was really having a hard time like functioning and I it, it was just such a radical change and I and I and I have expressed that I I really didn't know if I was dead or alive I didn't know if I was in a coma and didn't know it, if I was um, had a brain tumor or if I was crazy <laughs> or if I was having a profound experience with that which... I believe we can see it's all around us. We can see some of it and thank God we can't see all of it because if we could, there's no way we could function. And so I'm, I'm going to try to describe like I had shared in the last, um, my last podcast, a couple of things, but the next day I, or it could have been the night after I had gone to the hospital because I remember meeting one of my best friends for dinner and I still had the tag that they put on your wrist at the hospital on my wrist. So I I had asked someone to cut it off because I, I really didn't want it on me. So I, and then I met my friend. At the time, there was a lot of imagery coming at me, a lot of imagery. Um, and strangely enough, one of the images was like this superhero theme and Anyway, I was sitting and describing some things to my friend and she was very, very gracious and was listening without judgment and we had a really nice meal. I had I had told her something about the this imagery that had been coming at me regarding the superhero theme and 
So we're walk. We decided to do a few laps around the square where I was residing, and and it started to get really stormy. It was so stormy. It was it was windy. It was it was brisk. It seemed like a lot of lightning was on its way. I I can only remember that a storm was coming. That's all I can remember about it. And then and then my friend left and I walked over to a fountain and it was getting really dark. And I walked over to a fountain on the square and I was standing in front of the fountain and I got this sense that I should drop my purse. And so I dropped my purse and I just stood there and I felt the only way I know how to describe it was electricity going through my body. And I stood there and... I just chanted, and I don't know how loud I was. I may have been whispering. I really don't know, but I chanted something of the nature of I trust in the goodness of God, and I said it over and over and over again. And then I said that I was good to go. I... I was good to go. I was I was trusting in God and and whatever this process was and I had no idea what it was or what I was doing. And I'm not sure how long I was standing there. And I didn't know if I was doing anything right. I didn't know what right was. And I heard what it sounded like, like spectators at like an event and they were cheering, not continuously. It wasn't like this continuous cheer. It was, it was as if they were seeing something that I could not see or, I mean, I was feeling the electricity, but it wasn't like I felt the electricity and didn't feel the electricity. It was a constant stream of electricity in my body. And at some point I I started to get really tired. So I laid down and at this point I had this intense feeling of sadness for people on the planet who have been marginalized, Native people, people with color in their skin, people who are gay, people who have differing abilities, just anyone who's different and has been mistreated. I had this feeling and it sort of felt, the only way I know how to describe it was it it sort of felt like I was somehow giving birth to some kind of new thought, like I was 
I was bringing for some kind of new energy. I don't know. I don't know how to describe exactly what it was. I'm not sure how long I was laying there. I was really cold at this point. I mean, I was shivering. This was in the summer, but it was storming. And so I was cold because of the wind and the rain and I was wet. And I had um, heard, I had met a new friend over that summer and he had talked about grounding. He was, he told me over and over again that I needed to ground myself and he said hugging trees. So at some point I walked over and hugged a tree and I stood there for a period of time that I'm not really sure. I had no idea what I was doing. And at some point, I I actually expressed, like, like, what do I do? And then I heard the words, do what you want to do. And at that point, I let go of the tree and I picked up my purse. I got in my car and I drove home. Now, I don't know if it was the next day or two days later, but I woke up. I was I was in the habit at this point of doing a type of meditation for several hours a day. And I had woken up and I had been praying and chanting during the sunrise. There was something special about this sunrise. I can't tell you what it was. But I I was right outside of my my front door in the courtyard where I live and I proceeded to chant about God and the glory of God, the mercy of God, the goodness of God. I don't know where any of this came from. I, I, I have no idea where it all came from um, exactly. This went on for probably about 45 minutes. And near the end of the sunrise and the chanting, it got emphatic from some something within myself that I don't know how to describe I I don't know what or who or how I just bellowed out the word freedom I bellowed out the word freedom and somehow i i knew at this point that i was i was done and and i just went inside and just carried on with my day and then later that afternoon like around 3 something in the afternoon i got on my phone out of nowhere like i don't know who sent them i I don't know, but these two photos of obviously me 
only my face that looked like they had been taken from like outer space. I, I don't, I have copies of them, but I don't know exactly where they came from, but I cannot say how reassuring it was. I, I felt sort of, um, I felt like I was not alone. I think that has been the hardest, hardest part of all of this for me personally. It hasn't been necessarily that I care so much what people think because I had to give that up. That had to be the first thing to go was to really care what people thought. But to not know what had happened, to not, you know, like maybe I am crazy, maybe, and not have anybody to really talk to about this stuff. I mean, everyone in my life just thought I was nuts and that this, you know, that I was psychotic, that I, that I, you know, which that part didn't, wasn't really the part that was hard for me. It was just the aloneness with this experience. And sometimes I'm like, does it even matter to share this? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just felt like that it was pretty significant. To discover that we are the creators of our reality. That there's like multi-dimensions. That time is really different than we think it is. And that God is so incredibly merciful and loving. And that we are here to create. And that life is actually for joy. It's not for suffering. And and that we could collectively, we could collectively dream a different dream like Martin Luther King had talked about. Freedom. Freedom to love. Freedom to do what we want to do freedom to live where we want to live, to be with the people we want to be with, doing what we want to do, the freedom to eat, to have water. (laughs) I think it's a pretty significant message. Just like this, um, Sometimes I've wondered, like, and I've expressed that I believe the reason why me was because I was, I had a willingness and I was listening. This is pretty much all I've ever cared about my whole life. It's why are we here? 
what are we doing here? Why do people die? What is this all about? It's all, it has just been everything to me. As I learn about it, the more I, I realize that there, that the more we know, the less we know. I mean, really. So I'm in a much better space than I was then. It was very, very difficult that summer and the coming months were extremely difficult for me personally to have like this change in my brain and trying to function in in the world it was it was so interestingly challenging um what i'm learning i'm learning how to trust to trust in god every minute of every day and not lean on my own understanding and now I'm learning to master to master creation creating and things have been like really happening Things have been happening that have been just so interesting. One of the other things that Ram Dass in in, in Be Here Now, um, I have the book open right here in front of me. He was talking about how there's no coincidence. There's no coincidence. There's no co- there are no coincidences. And so when these things happen to us, we're like, oh, well, no, that was just a coincidence, but it's really not. And I mean, how how, the people that I meet, the places that I go, the sources of income um, that are coming for me, the ideas that come to my head, um, I'm learning and I'm staying in a pretty good place a lot of the time. A lot of the time, I'm in a pretty good place. And so I, it is my thought that for some reason, I, <laughs> I don't know, I have to say like a blessing and a curse in a way. I was given the gift of possibly going before other people into this new way, which I think is actually the way we are supposed to be. We've been taught otherwise. We've been taught we are living by our beliefs. And we've been taught certain things and we just hold on to them. But... But I think that possibly I, I have gone through this process so that I can help other people who are going to be, I don't know what the term is, maybe awakening, um, 
going into enlightenment, I really think the biggest obstacle to enlightenment is the belief that it's so hard and it's just for the few. But honestly, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said that we would do greater things than he did. (laughs) He said that we would do greater things than he did. He said that with the, the faith of a mustard seed, we could say to that mountain to move and it would move. And so that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm learning I'm learning to create a really 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 magnificent life. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you guys listening and I will be back with other tales. <laughs> Love you guys. And that's a wrap. <laughs>